0: Welcome to What is Truth, the radio show devoted to asking the question, what is truth? Now your hosts, doctor and pastor of Grace and Truth Church in Amherst, Michael Caesar and co-host Johnny D. Want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Do like Jesus said, search the scriptures and you'll know what is truth. Amen. Welcome as well, Henny. And um, today um, we are without uh, Pastor Mike again. Uh, he's tending to some some family business, and our our um, brother Mark Sassy. He's got a little vacation happening, so we have filled in with two people. I'm very excited about. Uh, you've heard her two weeks ago, uh, Sister Teresa, De Pietro.
1: Di Pietro, yeah. Okay, I always you call you sister.
0: I call you by your first names, right? <laughs> and on the other side of the glass. Our fearless producer, Justin <laughs> Fanocchi. Fanocchi, yeah. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna call you Fanucci. <laughs> Fanocchi, Fanocchi. I've yeah. yeah. been wrong for <laughs> so, three years. <laughs> so just, how about that, Pastor Caesar? Thinking he could just leave us here like this and mm-hmm. and, and run the show. But but you know, um, we're we, we're really really blessed because uh, we we belong to a church.
1: Yes. That
0: teaches, and and you know we could get together like this right now and jump in and 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 could handle a subject. Because we know, I mean, many, many people that sit in churches, they can't do something like that. And I'm not putting them down or anything, but that's, uh, that's uh, Mike's, what he does here. And he teaches book by book.
1: Yes. And uh, expository teaching. I love it.
0: It's it's wonderful. You know, sometimes we'll take a topic like we are going to do today. Yes. And we'll take a topic and he will take a topic and, and, you know, overlie it with scripture and whatnot and see where we are in the world today. But um, most of the time it's your depth. And conviction and knowledge that you have of the Lord's word uh, through his Holy King James Bible. So today we thought, listen, we'd like to talk to you about and we'll take a break from Acts. Um, One of the subjects, because this happened kind of last minute. And we said, well, let's just do the show and, and let's talk about something that we're always being asked and is what does it mean? To be born again. You hear it say it all the time. You must be born again. Amen. Out on the streets yesterday, I was preaching it. You must be born again. It's a command from Jesus Christ. But I like to take it, um, if we can, uh, from the beginning, maybe personally, and then take the listener through what scripture says about it. And I'll start with myself. I know that, and that when I was not saved, when I was not born again, I thought it was a cult. People would say, what are you? You know, oh, you're one of those born against. Right. And, and they I always
1: was, think it's a cult. They think yeah. it's a cult
0: because they think it's a religion. You yeah. Know, but I, if you
1: look at what the definition of a cult is, it's an organization that demands blind obedience. Right. And Christianity does not demand and, blind yeah, obedience. Well, some, um, true, Christianity.
2: True, true Christianity. True Christianity. There is a lot of amen, people that <laughs> claim Christianity. Yeah. That and, do. Yes. And so if a church says you must come to this church. To be saved and go to heaven or you must be part of this religion then you need to run out of that church it's, it's exactly it's all right. about jesus and his sacrifice and the, you know the gospel all right. salvation mm-hmm. and born again and that's what we're going to talk about and a I lot have, of people have heard the word gospel but if you say what is the gospel
0: uh i don't it's, know it's, it's some singing it's, 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 it's church choir it's, four, it's, it's uh, maybe they'll even say it's four books of the bible yeah you know matthew matthew mark luke and john right but I always found that, I find it interesting now in almost 20 years as a saved Christian that that being born again, um, the stigma that society had put on it, I know that now. Because they did, it. and again, you had you had your Jehovah Witnesses, you had your Harry Christians, Christians. Yeah. You've got your you've got your um, what's the other one? The, the Mormons, and then you've got your born again, You know, yes. Martha. Yeah. Yeah. But but <laughs> but it's not, folks. It's actually a command yeah. um, that Jesus It says. is
2: not a denomination. It's, it's not a, denomination. a lot of people it's, think it's a religion. It's a denomination. It's, a den- it's not. It's a command from Jesus in John three three, mm-hmm. and then he says it again in John three seven. And when Jesus repeats himself, you know, something important, You better listen. Right. but it's, you, uh, exactly. it's a funny story. Yeah. Uh, part of my testimony is uh brother, Tom, who's since gone to be with the Lord. He's the one that brought me to this church and, you uh-huh. know, very big Amen. reason why I'm saved. But, um, he was telling me about Jesus. We were working side by side and, uh, I was born and raised Catholic at the time had since walked away a long time. You know, maybe I was an atheist, who knows, but So he was telling me about Jesus and he was talking about it. And I was like, he's like, come on, come to church. You know, my pastor is really good. He teaches the Bible. And I was like, well, what kind of church is it? He's like, well, it's a Bible believing church. You know, we teach the Bible. We go line upon line, precept upon precept. I'm like, but what is it? And so, and he didn't want to answer me. And then finally he's like, it's born again. I was like, Oh, like all those people that come to your door and you know, this and that. And I was like, I was a little put off. I was like, Oh, that's a little scary.
0: It's it's happened to me. Not exactly the same way, but you're absolutely right. I'm I'm just chuckling over here because when I was, um, was, was invited, I said, uh, so what, what is it? He goes, well, he says, it, it, they're born again. I says, man. And I said, okay, I'll go because I had listened to a, a teaching. Yeah. And I found a teaching uh, before I knew they were born again. Okay. And I found the teaching by Mike, um, tremendously interesting. And I said, yeah, I'll go with you one night. And uh, this is before we had this church and they rented an office space uh, off on Maple Road. And we pulled up and we're ready to get in. And I said to my friend, are, are we going in? He goes, well, let's just wait out here a little bit. And I go, why? He goes, uh, they like to sing, you know. I'm like, man, I'll He's tell holding you what. Off on the if, the, if, if you got people with ponytails and tambourines, man, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> when know? I was lost, uh, when I was lost, I wanted
2: nothing to do with church and nothing to do with singing in church. Oh yeah. Once I Same. got saved and was born again. I that's one of my favorite things is singing the hymns now. Exactly, um, and, you know, well, I don't listen to the regular scripture. music anymore. Yeah. I don't listen. I don't hy- listen
0: to music outside of and, hymns. Amen. And listen, we we Same we thing? um we're going to try to do this show based on we. This used to be a call in show, um, and COVID ruined all that. We weren't we weren't able to go into the studio anymore, and we missed those call ins. So now. Justin has made us a great little little um, studio here in the church, so it's pre-recorded, but we try to think of what we hear on the streets every day when we talk to people and put, put it all together. And this is the biggest subject, and and again, what you said, Justin, about that, I felt the same way. It's like, what are you, one of those born-again's? I put you right in there. Of course, I didn't say anything about the Catholics, even though I was a non-practicing Catholic. Right, you know, same. You know, <laughs> same. Yeah, I, I yeah. was Okay, so yeah, but so I, I would never lock the, the Catholics that. in that, you know. Yeah. But then, but then I kind of find out, and 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 um, and I had said earlier, I said it on the show, listener, it's it's just like a needle in a haystack. Satan has done this purposely. Yes. Jesus tells us, uh, you know, a house divided, a kingdom, a house divided against itself cannot stand. A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. We're seeing that in our nation today. We've never been more divided. And, and, and that's what Satan does. And he's attacked, he's attacked Christianity. He calls it all religion. Um, It's a needle in a haystack, but you have to understand there is a needle in that haystack. Amen. One of them is right.
1: And not listen, listener, what John is saying here, a house divided against itself cannot stand. That wasn't Abraham Lincoln, just so you know. Abe got it from Jesus Christ. I saw that. I saw that a billboard. Verse. Yeah, it was yeah, a billboard. I saw that billboard. It wasn't so Abraham aggravated. Lincoln. It was Jesus. I was so ag-
0: aggravated about that. <laughs> I know, that, me, you too. know? And, and, me too. Um, but
1: that's when you know your scripture. Mm-hmm, you know, when mm-hmm. you've read your Bible and you know your scripture, you know, you can instantly know truth from you know? a lie.
0: And
2: yeah. yeah. In, and In today's culture, there's a lot of... Satan has a very good, he, he's, you know, for as as terrible as he is, he's very clever. So there's a lot of 90% truth and 10% falsity. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that 10% falsity is that it'll lead you to a different Jesus and to a different gospel. Right. And the Bible makes it very clear that if you don't have Jesus, the right Jesus and right. the right gospel, that there's no power to save you.
0: Exactly. So now when somebody asks me, well, what kind of church is it? I, I, it's simply... And it and it stops them right there. I said it's a Bible believing church. Amen. That's yes. what I said. If, if, if it's in that's the Bible exactly believing, it it. if it's not in the Bible, it's not believing. I just and say no,
1: non-denominational. And yeah. everybody seems to understand that yeah. now. Yeah.
0: And um you know, not
1: charismatic, not Yeah. yeah. You you know, sometimes I find when you non-denominational. say you're
0: non-de- non-denominational. Uh, the <clears throat> person on the other side always tries to, to pin you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you say non-denominational mm-hmm. and you look at somebody's Cults, these crazy cults of people drinking Kool-Aid and all that kind of stuff. They, I don't want them putting them in there either. So, right. so I, I just, and this is just, this is just three Christians, mm-hmm. you know, yes. you when know, yeah. I'm having coffee, but just talking over coffee. And it's, uh, and, but that's why I say it's, it's a Bible-believing church. And when they come in here, then I show them and I get to witness them a little bit and I've had some success with this. Then I show, and look, look at this. It's not the first thing I show.
2: And Never. when you take
0: them to John 3, 3, it says, Jesus says, you must be born again. They go, and their eyes are wide. Mm-hmm. They'll get wide, and I'll say, "Say, that's a command. That's Amen. not a religion, right? You go to a Catholic Bible; it's in there. You go to you go to a, a Jehovah Witness Bible. Now they have their own works; they have their own doctrine, right? Right. But they use. I, I've had a, I've had a Jehovah Witness knock on my door and pull out um, a little New Testament book just to show that. see we no no no. I said go to John three three.
1: I know. And, and
0: and 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 they get you know they usually got a little kid with them and they don't want the little kid to get shook up, so they leave. Right. right, but it is a command and it's in all Christian Bibles. And Amen. so, why is that not discussed? Why is that it, when Jesus Christ says something, when God says something, you should do it? There's parts of, of scripture where we find that God says, I hate this, and He says, I love this. If God hates something, You'd be, be you pretty better, well to hate it as well. Yeah. Yourself. You better Enough. follow suit. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what?
1: Maybe what I'll do um, is read like just John 3, 1 through 7, and then we yeah. can carry on. Absolutely. Go, yeah, that, go ahead. That's how this yeah. all came to play. Um, sure. And um, so it's in the book of John, chapter 3. It's a very important chapter to read. It's a very important book to read if you've never read your Bible. But uh, there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, We know that thou art a teacher from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. And Jesus answered, here we go, and said unto him, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, that's your first birth that's your water birth out of your mom and of the spirit that's your spiritual birth he cannot enter into the kingdom of God that which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit marvel not that I said unto thee ye must be born again amen that's very powerful
2: and I'm glad you brought that up in verse five where it says except the man be born of water and of the spirit yeah that's not talking about water baptism it's talking about your first birth your mother you know your motherly birth your mother had you know gave birth to you well how do you get on the
1: planet one way amen and so that's your first first birth birth.
2: and then how do you get to heaven right the new birth your second birth Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so (laughs) i'm glad you said that because there are a lot of religions that say that you have to be water baptized and we know that not to be the case i mean the sinner at the cross it yeah. didn't have time didn't to be time. submerged in water and, you know, be baptized. That's but right. Jesus you know, promised that he would be in for paradise. for works either, did he? Amen. So, he didn't no have works. time for any works. Yep. It and was so, by faith
1: alone that he got to have it in yep. paradise And that's
2: kind of how you can point out um, mm-hmm. uh, a real Christian church from, you know, unfortunately, you know, a false church, a cult, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is if there's works involved and you have to do something and you have to be a member of that church or religion, um, that's not what the Bible says and that's not how you can, you cannot earn your way. To salvation and no. just being submerged in water alone,
1: yeah,
0: can no. earn you salvation. Well, no. the what I always like to point out, guys, is um, verily, verily, Jesus says this a lot in the Bible. It's Old English. It's 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 it stands for truly, truly. Okay, mm-hmm. it's uh, maybe if you could say kind of slang for that time, but you know, truly, truly, and and but it's it's amazing how many times Jesus says uh, in the Scripture. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. Yes. Yes. Nevertheless, yes. I tell you the truth. Yeah. People were being lied to then we're being lied to now and Satan, he says, Satan is the father of lies. So they've been going through this. And that's why Jesus making a point. And I like to give, give, give people a sense of place over here and the man Pharisee, Nicodemus, who's the ruler of the Jews, he came by Jesus at night because (laughs) some of these, some of these, um, these Pharisees, these priests, they were getting cracks in their armor. They're saying, wait a minute, this lines up. Mm -hmm. But there's many times in scripture that they didn't want to let their thoughts known to their circle. Because mm-hmm. they didn't want to be put out of the synagogue. Exactly. Aren't we that now? Yep. Right. I don't want people to know I'm a born again. <laughs> I, I, you know, how would I tell my friends I'm I'm, I'm a born again Christian? They were going. To, you're not going through anything when you get these emotions, and it sounds right to you. But you get these emotion. That's man's stigma. That's Satan talking to you. And I know that because I felt the same exact way. I think you guys felt the same exact way until you. You get knowledge until you understand it It must be scary to sit behind a cockpit of a plane the the the, the pilot has a heart attack and you sit down and you know nothing about flying a plane sir sure. right but if you're a pilot that's on vacation and mm-hmm. something happens to the other pilot you sit down and you take over if you have a whole different feel for it yep. so knowledge is power and and god tells us in proverbs that the beginning the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the lord and that's reverence the being yep. of knowledge, that's reverence for, for the word yep. fear. That's reverence f- for, for the Lord. And, and again, you, so you look at, you look at this, these uh, five, six verses that you read, Teresa, and, it, and you got, you have to get a sense of place. The Bible is not a novel and it's not a textbook. It's written different than man is used to. And, but if you think about this, he snuck him I I see, I see Jesus sitting by a fire. Yeah. I it's, see. It's, it's a history book. Yeah, I see. And 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 this, yeah. and this Nicodemus, yeah, he's not he's not any he's not a bum. No, I mean he he said something really. He's st-
1: like one of the highest, well, of the highest. Yeah, right? and, and he said
0: <laughs> and he said something really stupid over here. It might have been sarcastic or it might have been dumbfounded. Can he enter the second time into his mother's mother's womb?
1: Right, he doesn't. Yeah.
0: Okay, he knew the
1: answer to that. You yeah, can't. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, it's, 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 it, Jesus Mm -hmm. says to him in, in in verse 10, he goes, art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things. Right. Okay. So (laughs) you you gotta, you gotta pull some of those things out, but here, here it is. And and we want to stay on the topic of of being born again and what it means. And that's simply being born again. Mm -hmm. And, and, and it's not of works and, you know, famous verse Ephesians 2, 8 listener, listen to this. For by grace are you saved. Amen. Grace is a gift from God. Okay. For by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And, you know, yesterday I was on the street and, and they gave me um, the megaphone. And I, and I said, John 14, 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the, way, truth, the truth, and the, and the life. life. No man coming unto the Father but by me. And I added on, it says, doesn't say by being good. Yes. It doesn't say by being Catholic. It doesn't say by giving to the United Way. right? And I even said it doesn't even say by preaching in the streets. Mm -hmm. I yelled to people. I said, I'm not saved because I'm preaching in the streets. I'm saved because I recognize I was a sinner and I am born again. I took his command. I repented and became born again. When that happens, there's a spiritual, you know, something goes on in your body.
1: A spiritual baptism. Yeah,
0: a spiritual baptism. And And your eyes are opened. One of
2: my favorite verses in the Bible is uh, 2 Corinthians. It says... um, no, I'm drawing a blank. You got the Second book right in front of you. I do have it right in front of me, yeah, but I was trying not to use it. So, um, hey, so like we said the other day, where's
0: past the mic when you it? That's why him? I'm always
2: behind the curtain. So, no, this is um,
1: awesome.
2: my favorite verse, and I'm on the spot. That's Second why I'm on dance. this side of the mic. <laughs> so, um, but. Well, it's kind of my my testimony verse well and you know while you're turning go your ahead Absolutely. Um,
1: in first Corinthians 15 1 through 4 um, here's the gospel and it says moreover brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you which also ye have received. And wherein ye stand. So you don't just hear it. You have to receive it. By which also ye are saved. If you keep in memory what I preached unto you. Unless you have believed in vain. So it says for I delivered unto you first. So he's saying. This is what he's saying. For I delivered unto you first of all. That which I also received. So he delivered it to him. But he had to receive it first in order to give it out.
0: And this is Paul right? we're talking about. This is
1: Paul. How that Christ died for our sins. Here it is. Folks, this is the gospel. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. That's it. Amen.
2: Amen. That's it's very simple, it's but it's very, oh, that's right. it's, it's very hard to grasp for some people. Right. And so the verse I was talking about, yeah. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, mm-hmm. therefore, if any man be in Christ, Amen. he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things become new. And right. so... That was my testimony is, you know, I was living a completely different life, you know, living in sin, you know, doing what I was doing. And then I was born again. And it truly is. It's not called the, the new birth, the second birth, just because you truly are, you become a new creature. And so we were talking about, you know, preaching on the street, you know, doesn't make you saved, but you are Preaching on the street because you're saved. Right. And exactly. so, you know, we would have yeah. never yeah. in our first birth, you no, know, went no. and did that. No. We would have had no, we wouldn't have wanted you, to. <laughs> we would have been embarrassed to maybe. We it, would just have, you know, we probably would have shouted at people that were doing that exactly. when we were driving oh, by. Yeah. We're and so them out. So yep. We are completely spoffer, different spoffer. people. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so and I, that
0: and I is I why. Let me bring up a great point. Some people, when they get saved, we'll go back to, to how you get saved because the gospel folks, the gospel uh, is what Teresa read you, but it means good news. Amen. And that's yeah. good news to yeah. mankind. Amen. And now you have to believe this to be saved. But we'll fill in the blanks, the blanks with that, you know, a little bit. But again, if you would have told me when I was a lost man that I'd be on the streets with a megaphone, signs the <laughs> preach. I would think that I, I think went out of my mind. Maybe it was an LSD trip or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I yeah. mean, I mean so really. True. But I also want to point out, listener, is is sometimes you'll hear uh, testimonies of saved Christians and they're very excited and they tell you about how they changed and it changed you and whatnot. But they're excited and I always, I always stop them and say, "How long did it take?" Because it took me a while. I, I always try to press because it's these Joel Osteen's out there and these. Yeah. With Benny him and, you know, send me, send me $10 and I'll send you a handkerchief and all of these charlatans yeah. out there. Right. Like I was I always laugh when I tell my testimony, I said, I, I didn't get checks in the mail. <laughs> I didn't lose weight. Mm-hmm. I wasn't able to just sing. I was the same guy. I looked in the mirror. I was the same guy, same thoughts. But what fascinated me, cause I was a hard nut to crack because it had to be proven to me. And I saw enough to understand and knew something was there. And I remember um, praying and saying, how can I be born again? I don't, you know, I'm in business. I have all the answers in in my company to things. I said, I I can't even talk to people about this. But something told me just jump in, Mm -hmm. jump in and I'll take care of it. And over years, I haven't saved, it'll be 20 years in December. But over years, it, it just started. All of a sudden, your appetite changed for certain things, things that were funny, weren't really funny anymore. Things you used to listen to didn't really listen to it anymore. It, it, it was natural. It wasn't it wasn't like, okay, I'm saved now, so I'm not going to listen to that radio show. No. Nope. It wasn't like that. Yeah. And I think sometimes when Christians in there- It was slow for it, me
1: too. Right. Like but a- I think
0: I think sometimes when we when we give our testimony to, to lost folks, and again, that's why we're doing this show is is what I've gotten back, is that it, we go and we talk about things and the listener thinks that this just happened overnight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some, some people, you hear some testimonies (laughs) and everything changed
2: overnight. For me, it was like you guys, it was kind of more slowly. And in the beginning I was like, "Eh." I'm like questioning things. Like I don't really seem that different. And Mm -hmm. so from then to now I'm drastically different, but it didn't happen in the snap of a finger. Like some people, some people, (laughs) some people (laughs) people does, it happens like that and that's great for them, but that's just not my testimony. And so it happened slowly. But drastically from start to finish. Well, and so people if, now, let me just finish real quick. Sorry. Um, so people that have didn't know me before, yes, were like, I cannot even picture that. Like you right. are a completely different person. And then people that did know me before <laughs> were like, you're a completely different person. I'm like, yeah, it says it right there. Yeah. <laughs> Second yeah. Corinthians five seventeen. You're made a
0: new creature. Right. Yeah. It's right. Uh, It's and and it's wonderful. And, and again, and this is just my opinion. It's this is not scripture just my opinion. I, I, have seen people that had the legs kicked out from underneath them. Sure. Addiction, uh, emotional problems. Um, you know, just hard, hard times. And, uh, and if you could get them to focus on the gospel and they take it and they get it, those are the ones that seem to change overnight. I think because there's so far one way that to come back just a little bit. You see what a change in this person. Right. I think my curse and I won't say it was yours. My curse was that I wasn't, I didn't have an addiction.
1: I didn't either. I, you know,
0: I I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. beating my wife. You right. know, I wasn't, you know, I went to, I went to work. I was, I was, I was the, 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 the American sin. That's why Americans are so hard to crack. These are, this is the circle of friends I run in. Mm-hmm. It, you know, I'm a good person. It, if I die why wouldn't God want me? They right. j- I just can't get it through to them. Yeah. Right? But I think that that's what happened. I think that's why it, it happened slowly. I think when somebody again, I've seen people just break down and cry yeah. and uh and just uh, are so thankful for a new start. Right. A do-over in, in New York City when we used to, we used to play <laughs> stickball, you know? Yeah. And, and you, you hit the ball and it hit a street light. <laughs> And you hear the guys all young, do over, do over, right? But then you get another, you get another you shot. Got that accent. You yeah. get another shot. You're right, and sure. like that, uh, you know,
2: culturally the there chances. are good yeah. people.
1: Yes, yeah. But
2: to God, there's none good. No, not one. No, and that's, that's right. what the Bible tells us. You know, that's what the Bible says. And so, to a perfect God, none of us are good. Well, We've all so. sinned, yeah. right. and you won't find too many people that will say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I've never sinned ever." But most people. Well, you know, I've done, I've sinned, I've done some bad, but, but I'm a good person. I've done more good than bad. And I think that is kind of, um, one of Satan's craftiest things is he's made most people think whether through religion or just culturally that it's some type of weight is scales, right? And it's not not i did more good than bad so i'm going to heaven that's it, not what the it, bible teaches and that's why it's so important to get in the book amen don't oh, listen to it, what it, i'm telling you don't listen to what it, you know it, the pastor's telling you or religion's telling you you have to get into the book and, and find out for yourself i was uh, born and raised catholic when i find the God in this book there is so many things that i was taught That the, not only does the, does the Bible not say that, but the Bible
0: outright contradicts all of that. Amen. Amen. And you know, Justin, you're so right. Listener, the the book is alive. The King James Bible is alive. It's a spiritual book. You read it over and over and over again, and you have to have it because you, you can't get that conviction without God's word. It's so important. Now I know a lot of people aren't readers, right? There's some great, there's some great, um, um, voices that, that read the King James Bible on, on, on tape, audio um, you books. The, be, the, yeah. There's
2: a bunch of apps that not only
0: can you look up the verses and read them, it'll but read you just hit you. the little That's speaker right. and, and it starts start reading, reading it. So reading it. don't it to use you. that as an excuse. Yeah. Don't use that as an excuse listeners. But, but when you get into this book and you start reading it, I think what it is, we don't reverence God. We, we have no fear. There's no healthy fear. There's no healthy fear. And when you read this book, now don't get, don't think now all of a sudden we're shaking like little puppies in the corner. No. You're like, we really dodged the book. I really dodged the book. It's a beautiful reverence. He's serious. Yes, he is serious. And you know what? And then then all of a sudden something happens. He's serious and he's right. Yes. He's a holy
1: God and he he cannot allow sin
0: into heaven. Amen. Amen. And
1: the only way to get in there is to receive his son jesus christ and that's the only way and it says you know this you know people go down romans road romans 323 for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god but the thing is is that people are like well why would uh there's people who don't believe in heaven or hell well listen it's there it exists it's real it's as real as this book i'm holding in my hands and you know and they're like well why would a a holy you know loving god send someone to hell and i've said this before on the show he doesn't, we're already on our way to hell. Okay. He's not sending us there. We're already on our way. He provides a savior, Jesus Christ. And that's our way out.
0: Right. You right. know, you're sending
2: yourself there. He's giving you an alternative. That's yes. right. There's a track
0: we mentioned a couple times on his show. It's uh, uh, it's, it's called uh, a track is a Jack Tr- Tr- trick.
1: Check, chick, chick.
0: chick, Jack chick Jack <laughs> Chick. makes tracks, <laughs> say it three times fast. Yeah, right. But anyway, but he makes them like, like little comic books. Yeah, um, and they're, they're really neat. And even adults love them. But there's one called, um, one called the choice. Mm-hmm. And of course this guy said, is, is, is witnessing to a guy in a cafeteria and he says, you know, you got to make a choice. He's saying, he said, so you're telling me I have to make a choice for Jesus, right? He goes, no, what I'm telling you, that no choice is a choice. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. That's a choice, not for Jesus. You're in danger of hell. Well, we getting to the end of the first part of our show. I think we did okay. All right. And, um, so. We'll come back and um, <laughs> go, go to commercial break and we'll come back and we'll continue on the subject, what it means to be born again. We'll talk a little more specifically about what you have to do to become born again and, um, and back it up with the scripture and, and we we'll, you know, we'll go from there. All right. All right. Amen.
2: What is truth. What is truth? Hmm.
0: Want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers?
2: I want the truth. You
0: can't handle the truth. Do like Jesus said search the scriptures, and you'll know what is truth. Amen. It's uh, Johnny D here with Teresa and Justin, Sister Teresa. It doesn't sound good, Sister Teresa. It sounds like a George Carlin joke. Or something right. like that. But my, my sister in the Lord, Teresa and, and, and Justin, our it. producer, <laughs> our, our um, pastor is tending to some personal things. Uh, Mark is uh, on vacation day. So we figured we'd just jump in and go ahead and change, get away from acts a little bit. Uh, that great book and talk about being born again, trying to, we're trying to share what we hear from you out there. If if you're not saved or if you always had questions and, and such, and even if you are saved and, and, but you're not really in too much into the Bible and what it could bring to you. So we want to we're talking about being born again. It's so simple. It's hard. Yes. Because it's, because it's too simple. People so say simple. Like, you you know, can't, that it, can't be it. Can't it be that there simple. has to be more it can't to be it. Be There's got to be
1: something I can do.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, mm. yesterday I said, John fourteen six. listen, I say it all the time. She said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. Nobody comes out to the Father, but by me. Right. Now, he doesn't say, but by being good. Can you imagine? I said this. Can you imagine? I tell my friends this. If, if there was a scorecard, what is it? Let's say, let's say you don't go to heaven by being born again. This is the wisdom and the grace and the love of God to make it this simple for us, right? But he has to know. You have to make it very specific, God, I'm on your side. And this is the way you do it. And we'll talk a little bit about that. But let's talk about what religion te- teaches. What, what you, know, you know, I said on the show a while ago, not to repeat myself, when I was a kid playing ball, you know, I lived in New York City, it was a lot of kids and I was pretty good. But there was always somebody better than you. There was always a, a lot of people better than you. Yeah. All right. So you live your life and you think you do good and you give to the United Way and you do all these things. And, you know, and you try to live a clean life and whatnot. And uh, you had 4,998 good deeds. <laughs> and you get to heaven, you find out 5,000 limit. See you later. Got to go down. <laughs> right. I missed it by two. I mean, but think think about that.
1: You're always going to be found but, wanting. Yeah, that's exactly what the scripture says. Great sister, You're but always exactly. Be found
0: wanting. But can you imagine that, listener? Mm-hmm. You believe religion believes that just by living a good life, a clean life, if you will, somebody's going to live it cleaner than you. Yes. What is the threshold? Mm-hmm. Think about this. There must, if you think about all these religions, of of what you need to do. You know, the, you know, the Jehovah Witnesses knocking on all their doors and all those things. What is it? You know, you might have knocked on a thousand doors this, this month. Somebody might have knocked on two thousand doors. Where is it? Yep. What um, is the line? And now we have God saying, well, the, the verse, John, you want to read John 3.16? Are you there? John 3.16, you've heard it. You've heard it before. I'll, I'll go there. And he's got, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So what what do you think? What do you think? Of that? listen, God gave his son down so he could take the sin of the world. So there is no scorecard. There's just one question. Do you believe in me or do you don't? Do you believe I did this? Amen. Do you believe I died for your sins? And I rose with, you know, my words, are Jesus says, my words are not my own. My words are my father. I speak what my father says. So if you don't believe Jesus, you're in essence calling God a liar.
2: Amen. And God cannot lie. I mean, that's yeah. part of his essence. Yeah. And so you see a lot of people that quote John 3.16. You see uh, signs held up during football games and baseball games say John 3.16. But I don't think people really grasp or, or know the depth of it. When you really think about it, it's like, wow, God in the flesh came down from heaven, lived a, a, you know, a human life and then lived a perfect sinless life as a human, as only God could. And then he willingly went to the cross, suffered, died and paid for our sins. Me, a sinner, you, a sinner, all of us sinners. And he did that for us. Why?
0: Because he loved us. But, but he couldn't. And that's, and that's a great point, Justin, but it's a spiritually listener. He took the sins. He, he lived the perfect life. He did, but what he did was he took the sins spiritually of all mankind and laid it on himself. Yep, and, and was and was sacrificed and and shed his blood.
2: I'm glad right. you brought that up because some people that question whether it's uh, Islam, whether it's other religions, they question that why when Jesus was on the cross did he say, well, "My God, My God, why hast thou forsaken me?" And a lot of people that's like, a, "Oh, that's a gotcha moment." But no, the reason that that happened was because Jesus was taking all the sin of the world on him. God had to pull back because God cannot accept sin. And so that's a lot of a that's kind of a gotcha verse for a lot of other religions. But that is it explained.
0: Well, you, you know, folks, too, and, and uh, Justin brings up a great point. When Jesus was on the cross, he said, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because it was prophesied in Psalm, Psalm 22 right and basically this is what he's jesus is telling us read this whole psalm and you'll understand what i'm doing over here and it's all prophecies the 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 they 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 take my my garments they're they're you know the you know they cast lots lots for my garments and all and that's what he said when he looked down and and the un unread person or a poor pastor will say well me, not a pastor but somebody else will say well why did jesus say that then god Cannot be, in sin. let me back up. Jesus was suffering on the cross, more so because he took the sin of the world, past, present, and future, and put it on him. And he was sick to his stomach. And God can't be in sin. That's why we can't go to heaven. So God had to abandon him until his death, until he rose him. This was the time, this is why Jesus the night before, he said, Lord, if you could take this cup from me, I mean, he was showing really, he, you know, he, he was God. He knew what was going to happen, but it's, it was frightening. It was necessary, and, and, but it was frightening to him. He says, yeah, if you could take of this cup from me. And, and he says, now my God, my God, why is thou forsaking me? Why are you so far from helping me and, and from the words of my roaring? So this is God leaving him alone. All right. To die. And this is a picture of mankind. When Adam and Eve sinned, God said, if you eat from this tree, you should surely die. Well, what's the story about Adam and Eve? Had Cain and Abel. They never died. They died spiritually. spiritually yep. God Amen. left them. And that listener is what you see in your world today. And that's you why see, we live in a fallen world. Right. You see souls that, that, that are looking and searching that are missing that piece of, 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 their heart, which is God. God were dead spiritually. And Jesus Christ was never dead spiritually until he took on the sin of mankind and died on that cross Amen. and died alone. and. But that's a picture of that's what we deserve. And that's even like we just said, not only
2: did Jesus suffer the pain of crucifixion, not only did he bear all of our sin, past, present and future, but also the father had to pull away from him. So, I mean, he was suffering threefold. And that's when you really think about how much did he suffered and how much did he do for us? It just shows the love from John three, 16. Right. It really puts it into focus. It's not just a, Ooh, this is a, a popular Christian verse. It yeah. really kind of pins it down. And, and, what and, and, did he do
0: for us? He and, did everything. Exactly. And that's in a big way, in a small way, if you die without the Lord, if you die without Jesus Christ, that is going to be, that is going to be your pain. That is going to be your illness. You're going to, you're going to be going into the other side, one leg into the other side, and you're gonna be you're gonna be scared. You're gonna to be tormented. It's, it's you know I've seen people pass, saved and unsaved, and, and sometimes it, there's always a difference with the saved person, all right. But the unsaved person, you know, sometimes they're out and they don't, and sometimes they're struggling. They see something we can't see it, but this is the death. You if you don't have Christ in your heart, if you have not repented to God to, through Jesus Christ. You are spiritually dead, and and you know I I point out, brother. Everybody said, "Well, God is love. Why would he Why would he do that to me? I mean, why would he do that to my uncle or this and that?" And I always point out here in Proverbs, I'm a big Proverbs guy, in Proverbs, in Proverbs eight, uh, Proverbs eight seventeen, he says, "I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me." You never say. There's no need to say, "I love them that love me." Unless you mean, I don't love them that don't love me. Amen. See, God needs to know; He needs to come down, and He needs to know who who's who is His. And He made it so simple. Did you take my gift? John three sixteen. I so loved the world, I gave you my only begotten Son to take the hit for you. It, 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 it's easy for you, but it's painful for me. Amen. You know, yeah. and and only God's blood could do this. So. So you look to and say well who was this Jesus Christ and why did it matter so much? If you go to John in the very beginning um we've always pointed out it starts off in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But interesting in a King James Bible the word word has a capital W. What does that mean? Verse 2 the same was in the beginning with God. All right this person was in the beginning with God all things were made by him who and without him was not anything that was made in him was life and life was the light of men you're talking about Jesus Christ here amen you know Jesus said I and the father are one Paul says we see through a glass darkly we know there is the father the son and the holy ghost but we don't have full understanding of that they're separate but they're one and in the word in the beginning was the word because the whole old testament prophesized that there'll be a coming messiah the word of god and that's why it said listener when when you read your king james bible and the word and they say the word with a capital w that's jesus christ that's the word of god incarnate amen that's the word of god exactly draped with flesh and and that's why he came down here and, and that's why it's so important that you understand this. He was the life of men. And listen to this verse five and the light shineth in darkness. That's Jesus Christ. And the darkness comprehended it not. Didn't know what to do with him. He you came know. unto his own. There was a, he came unto to his own, his own. Knew him not. Well, not, yep. Right. And
2: in, in verse, if you didn't, if you weren't convinced that word with a capital W is Jesus Christ in verse 14, John 1, 14, it says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth and so usually the bible is kind of if you if you read around the verses it kind of explains itself exactly you don't have to be a genius you don't need a dictionary exactly it's usually going to explain itself over and over and exactly and you were talking about how a lot of people well how can a loving god send people to hell well like Teresa said before You are already going to hell. He gave you an alternative. He gave you his son, Jesus, who would would who willingly died and and paid for your sins. But you need to accept that gift. Right. You know, you can refuse a gift or you can accept a gift, Exactly. And so um, we already know that God doesn't send you to hell. You send yourself there. But the other thing is God is not evil. He didn't make this really fiery, terrible place called hell. The reason hell is so terrible is because God is absent. Amen. So God is light. And when there's no light, there's darkness. That's right. And God is is good. And so when there's no good, there's evil. And Great so people point. think that it's going to be a party in hell. It, it's not. No. Everything good from this world comes from God. And so the absence of that is hell.
0: Right. Um, right.
2: And so it, it's, you know, it's not that he created hell and it's this terrible place. And it's not that he sent you there. You know, you it, sent yourself there. And like I said,
0: hell is a bad place because God is not in it. So as we get closer, just want to say so how does one become born again? And the first thing you need to do is you need to repent. And again, this is what makes it an awesome God. Everybody's way of repentance is different. There's not a book of prayers and how many times you have to say it to get in. All right. It's with your heart. This is what's so awesome. God has a way to make you feel like you're the only person on earth and with your heart you repent and you accept Jesus Christ into your life and you ask him to be your Lord and savior and you ask him to forgive to forgive your sins but the problem we have especially in America today is we don't know they don't know the the extent of our sin Exactly. They don't, they just, they just don't know, you know, oh, I'm a good person. I never
2: killed anybody. I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. I never robbed an old lady. You know, they're looking at it in the extreme. Of course, I'm better than Hitler, but to a perfect God who can accept no sin, we're all
0: sinners. And that's why when you read this book, you realize God is God and you're not. You realize how small and insignificant you are in a way, but how, how loved you are. And how important you're But are you to need God. to get, you need to get with the program. You need to, you need to take the gift, right? But I find, and it's my, just my theory, okay? I find that in America today, uh you, you could be born again, you need to repent. It's the repenting is the problem for the average person, the average American. Not so much that the, the well, the ego doesn't want them to bend their knee, is they just, as we said, they just don't think they're sinners. Yeah. And you have to you have to realize the Bible will tell you one little sin. That's it. Well, nobody could do that. That's right. Jesus says that. Yep. I, I mean, mean, if you look on a woman in lust, in your heart, you've committed adultery already. If you if you hate somebody in your heart for no reason, you committed murder. And even his apostles said, well, who could be saved then? Exactly. I mean, that's just in our mind. And that's what Jesus is trying to show. If you want to be a part of my father, my father's kingdom, you were never made this way. You had free will. You were never made this way, but... You know, your ancestors went this way, so you have to you have to admit that you're a sinner, repent, say you're sorry. Here's another thing we're talking about, Justin. We, we said, is there a scorecard okay let's say let's say a person is is terrible for fifty nine of the sixty years of their life and they go to jail, right and they get saved and that one year until they die at, let's say they die at sixty, that one year. That person, male or female, goes on a thing and just learns the word of God and witnesses to people and shows Bible study and shows love and repents and whatnot, okay? Just does a fabulous job. And then he dies of a heart attack. Well, he didn't have enough time to get enough service in, did he? He did. He didn't have enough time to save enough money like you do in life. He didn't have enough time to get the stocks and put them in a 401k. What if we had a God that used a scorecard? we'd all be in trouble. <laughs> big,
2: <we'd laughs> Most of in, us would and, be in and, very, and, very, very big trouble. And
0: those of you that say, well, my aunt, my aunt Sherry, she's just the perfect one. I know she's in heaven. Don't bank on it. Not without the Lord Jesus Christ. You yep. could Because again, there's an aunt Sherry on the other side of the world is probably better than your aunt Sherry. Yep.
2: And uh, what's really, really neat about the Bible is, like you said, if that in that scenario that, you know, lived 59 terrible years, got saved only lived one good year before they died. Is that enough time? Yes, definitely. But if you had any questions, whether it was enough time or not, the sinner on the cross, maybe spent a couple hours Amen. with Jesus. And Amen. he was and he promised on him the first first exactly. hour. Yep. Yeah. So he not Go only ahead. did he doubt him in the beginning, but then before, once he actually, you know, accepted Jesus, he he had a very short time before he died. And Jesus promised, you know, today that will be with me in paradise. And so I like how, you know, when these scenarios come up, the Bible has an answer. Yes. And so we know, you know, one year is
0: definitely enough. Yes. Two years is definitely enough. So, so the, the simple way to salvation listener through Jesus Christ to get your heart, your soul, as Paul said, sealed in earnest. You're not going to get checks in the mail. You're not going to lose weight. Your pimples aren't going to go away. It's going it's to be a work, but your soul will be sealed. It's simple. It's just you need to just admit you're a sinner, ask for forgiveness, and ask Jesus Christ in your life not on a podium, not in church. God says, go in the closet. That's his way of saying, go into private. I'll Amen. hear you. Go into private. You don't have to make a big deal about nope. it. Listen to this after John three sixteen, 16, and, and I'll read 6, 3, 16 as well. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Listen to this, 18. He that believeth on him Jesus is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. This is this is going to be your sentence. That light, Jesus, came into the world and men, you, love darkness rather than light because there your deeds were evil. Amen. That's just like that comic where I told you about the, the, the choice, the choice yep. right? He said, he that believeth on him, you're not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Yep. So if you're going around saying, ah, you know, I, one day I got to look into this whole Jesus Christ thing, yeah, <laughs> you, you better hope you choice. don't get hit by a truck.
2: Not making a choice is a choice, uh, you know, and you, rejecting him is a choice. And the it. only choice that leads to you know salvation and being born again is to choose Jesus. Amen. And so when we were talking about um, well, the scorecard, not only would you know is the scorecard not a not a thing if you read you know the Bible, but the other thing is. If the scorecard was a thing, you have no peace. Like you never know, am I doing enough? Have I done enough? Am I going to make it to heaven? And so the Bible makes it very clear. And that's why we as Bible believing Christians, you know, born again Christians, we have that peace because in first John, first uh, John 5, it says Amen. these things, 513. Mm-hmm. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of the God. It doesn't say that ye may hope, that ye may maybe, it says that ye may know. And so that certainty, you know, that's what gives you that peace, you know, like that. Okay, I know. That i'm going to heaven i know
0: that i'm saved i know that i'm born again you know mike always says and it's, it's i always thought it was a great verse he says i know that i know that i know Amen. there is no doubt in my mind there is no doubt that that i am going to heaven and every christian can say that and so so when you come up to somebody i'm gonna back up and i know sometimes we only we're street preaching and whatnot and i know sometimes you have to yell this whole thing is about sin all right god did his part Jesus did his part. All right. You're in the middle. All you have to do is repent and take. We have the easiest We have the easiest part. I <laughs> yeah, mean, God had a, God, Jesus had to die. God had to watch his son die, you know, terribly for, for dirty rags is what we're called in Isaiah. Amen. Right. And we have the easy part that we just have to repent. Yeah. And we talked now, we, we know that. That many people don't repent because they don't realize their sinners are not that bad of a yep. sinner. And it's like if right? you're
2: if you don't know you're sick, you're not going to take a cure. Exactly. Somebody tries to hand you a pill, and you're like, I don't need this. I'm healthy. But then if you get some testing done and you realize you have cancer, you're like, Give me that. And exactly. that's why as as you know American Christians, you know we all think we're generally good. So we don't think that we need God. That's right. You know, and so and also a lot of us, you know, as Americans, we're pretty spoiled. You know, even the, the least of us, you know, on a world scale yep. are wealthy. And yep. so we don't think that, you know, we need God. We're good. We're, you know, we don't need God's help. We're, you know, going along. We live cushy American lives. Okay. And so that is kind of the curse of America.
0: And it's and it's unfortunate, listener, and I understand it, but I didn't understand it when I when I wanted to say we, Sometimes we should record what we talk about before we even get on, but but you know the the uh, the thing is, you'll see signs, or if we're street preaching and we got you on the corner, sometimes we'll yell out, you know, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, and you need to be saved. Or there'll be a this, there'll be a sign, Christ saves sinners, and right away it gets people's dander up. They get defensive. They get defensive. But it's not. But sometimes that. we only got seconds with you. Yep. But that is the problem. The problem is sin. Again, God did His job. Christ did his job and we did. And yep. all you have to do the is, easy job. is is the easy part is just say yep. yeah you know what i know i need and, help and i need no, help There's here. no
2: magic words, you know, there's no real sinner's prayer. The Bible says that if thou shalt confess with thy, thy mouth and believe in thine heart. So you don't have to read off a script. You don't have to say a sinner's prayer. You just have to, you know, you know, pray and say from the heart. Yeah, You know, i, mean, I believe I you. To... I believe you, you know, you are who you say you are, Lord. And yes, you know, you, you believe and you confess with your mouth. And that's it. Amen. It doesn't matter how pretty it is. It doesn't have to be some written out perfect, you know, prayer. It's just from the heart. Mm -hmm.
1: I had to step away from the show for a second, but I'm back now. But I walked into you saying First John five eleven through thirteen. I'm not sure how much of that you said, but when we do our door to door ministry, um, we show almost everybody that verse if they allow us to get that far. Um, but most people have no clue where they're going. They hope, yep. they think,
2: hope so, maybe, they so. They hope, maybe. And I don't me. know if
1: you guys discuss that uh, or not. But most people do not know where they're going. And, they no, no, no. and no, some people joke about and piece. say, "How oh, I know where I'm going? I'm going to hell." Yeah. And I'm like, "You don't want to go there.
0: You don't. You know, you don't, it's a real place. It ain't a you joke. Want
1: to go there? And it's, it's not a joke. It's not exactly. a joke. It's not
0: a joke. <laughs> uh, you know, almost every, almost <laughs> every other week. And, and listen, if you listen to the show all the time, I'm sorry if you get bored of it, but it just <laughs> struck me in my walk with the Lord is, is, uh, John 16. Um, when Jesus is in the upper room and he's ready to go to the cross and, uh, he says, I, I won't leave you comfortless. I'll, I'll send a comforter. And when he comes, that's the Holy ghost. Uh, I have to depart first. And when he come, he's going to reprove the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, but of sin. Then he explains it. He said of sin, because they believe not on me. Right. Do you understand that listener? If you don't believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, that's what it means you're going to die in your sin. So yeah, if you stole or you lied or anything, yep, all that all that cancer is going to eat you up. But it it, it, it blew me away. Sin. The Bible says everything could be forgiven except blasphemy, right? When you don't believe that God sent, you know, his, his only begotten son down right. to save you, you're basically calling got a liar. That's
1: the unpardonable that's sin. That's yeah.
0: and that's the unpardonable that's sin. And, and and again, I I, I tell I tell right. I tell mm-hmm. kids. I tell kids a, a little story of uh, you know these these people buy a house and and it's it's been rebuilt and the old man lives on on a block and he said everybody that's living in that house has died of cancer not overnight but have died of cancer right. And he went and talked to the people, please don't buy this house. I've been watching. I've been, I live on this spot for 40 years. Everybody, does, even though it's freshly painted, died. Oh, no, 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 that's okay. Thanks, old man. Right? And eventually, one by one, the family dies of cancer. Not, over, not Not overnight, over time. It's slow. Right? So, and I say for kids to understand, so what killed, what killed these people? The cancer or their unbelief? If they would have believed the old man, right? And not have bought that house. That's good Then an the analogy. cancer... The cancer wouldn't kill them, right. the, and, and that's into what Jesus is saying over here. You believe not on me. That's why you're going to get eaten up by sin, which is the cancer. That's why you are convicted to hell. But if you believed on me, and you didn't move into that house, right? All right, right. You took me as your Lord and Savior. You get a pass. That's why we have the Passover. I mean, you go all over. Yeah, there you go. You can go. You, get a pass. you go all. You go all over with this. I know your I thoughts. Know. We've and got a we, do, of we do. Left. We
1: do multiple things. We just try to reach people, and but the most important thing is to reach them with God's word. Amen. And so that's why we're out on the streets holding up signs with small verses, just like, um, "For by grace are you saved through faith," or "Are you born again? You must be born again. Mm-hmm. Are you? Jesus said you must be born again. Are you? And then my other one is, "Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved." And I really truly believe that somebody could read that as they're driving by. The Lord will hide it in their heart, plant, and a then seed. When they're, plant a seed. And then when they're going through trial and tribulation, he brings it to remembrance at that point in time. And they could get saved from that verse, and from right. that God one verse. His because his
2: word would not return void.
1: Amen. Isaiah 55, 11. Exactly. But Hebrews mm-hmm. 4, 12. This is why I hold up those signs. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart.
2: Amen. Amen. I mean, that's
1: why we hold those verses. And like
2: you said, people are driving by quickly. And so you only have a second to grab them. Right. And that's why, you know, you don't have to be some great street preacher. You don't even have to preach. You can hold up a sign. Mm -hmm. You can wear a scripture t shirt. Come on, You can wear a scripture sweatshirt. (laughs) You know, and people. Are going to see that, and you just standing there with that sign or with that shirt is going to tell us. Amen. Walden in Union, in three o'clock
1: bit, every Tuesday.
0: There you go. Amen. <laughs> so I'll leave with this. You know, folks, everything we're giving you here is scripture, um, and we say this is our, our thoughts or this is what happens to me, but these are not our words. These are the words of God. Amen. All right, Amen. and don't believe us. And, Get into and, the Bible and, and, and read it for yourself. Yeah. And, and John, the, the the last the last verse in John was said by John the Baptist. Uh, the last two, he says, for the father loveth the son and hath given all things unto his hand. Now listen to this. He that believeth on the son hath everlasting life. Mm-hmm. There's that John 3, 16. And he that believeth not the son shall not see life, but the wrath of God Amen. abideth on him. The wrath of God. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God, Paul tells Amen. us. Amen. And so until next week, uh, enjoy your week. Open the Bible, search the scriptures and... Um, And I hope and I pray that you find truth. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to What is Truth? The radio show devoted to asking the question, What is Truth? Listen every weekend at this time for What is Truth? Only on WECK.